Welcome to the South Carolina State Library's podcast, Library Voices SC. I'm Curtis Rogers, Communications Director, and today I'm pleased to have with us back in our podcast studio two of our State Library staff members, Sarah Pettis and Carrie J. Shoon. Sarah and Carrie work in our Collections Management and Digitization Department and are here today to share some interesting items from our collection. So welcome back to the podcast. Hello. <laughs> oh, you did that, did that Perfect just perfectly, yeah. like you, like you planned, it. We planned it. We planned it. So they have picked out some interesting, interesting things from our collection, all about fairy tales. And it ranges from Scotland to, I think, uh, Korea, um, and where else? Oh, Romania. Romania. Yeah. yeah, so got some really, really interesting stuff to talk about. So Sarah, what, what, what are the items you have? I have Scottish folktales and legends, um, and also fairy tales and legends from Romania. Um, so the Scottish one, um, these stories are retold by Barbara Kerr Wilson and illustrated by Joan Kiddle, Kydell, sorry, <laughs> oh, Kydell Monroe, sorry, Joan, my bad. Um, and so I think a while ago we were, I think we, someone donated a whole ginormous collection of fairy tale books and so Kira and I just got to go upstairs and mm-hmm. just rifle through all of them and I remember when we had even tons more because when we had our collection on the mezzanine level mm. I remember that was like the big fairy tale section oh, yeah. in the 300s is that yes mm-hmm. three the 398.2 mainly um if you're a Dewey fan mm-hmm. um and so there are I mean they're from all over earth mm-hmm. <laughs> um most I feel like most of the countries are represented, so there it, there's a lot of really interesting stuff up there mm-hmm. if you're a fairy tale fan. Um, but the first folk tale that I wanted to share about um, and kind of tell you the story in a su- hopefully summed up way. It's hard to sum up some of these. <laughs> <It> um, <is laughs> the first one I want to talk about was the legend of Eileen Donan Castle probably butchered that but you know it's okay it's a really cool castle in scotland mm-hmm. <laughs> um but okay so this story the opening line is in the highlands and the hebrides hebrides hebrides, hebrides? Yep, there, there you, you go, go. <laughs> it's early um there's an ancient belief that supernatural powers will fall upon a child who after he has been weaned is given his first sip from a raven's skull Ooh. for the raven is accounted the wisest and most knowing of his kind hmm. it's just wow. interesting yeah Sounds i was intense. like yeah. weird yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah so long ago there was a chieftain in kintail kintai i'm sure they pronounce it differently mm-hmm. but we're gonna go with kintail um who wanted to see if this was true so he gave his young son seamus his first drink of cow's milk from the light fragile skull of such a bird uh for a long time no powers were observed in the young boy until one day the chieftain found his son uttering strange sounds as he walked up to the sun the birds in the trees flew away and the son said oh father you have frightened them away um speaking of the birds who he had been conversing with Mm -hmm. so that was his power as he grew up his powers of speaking with birds grew stronger and proved to be useful in finding out information of what was happening in the kingdom one evening the birds were louder than usual, and the chieftain asked his son the reason to which the son didn't, did not wish to tell him, for it was bad news for the chieftain. Seamus told him, anyway, the starlings are saying that one day our positions will be changed, and it is you that will be waiting upon myself at your very own table in this hall. 
Yeah, that's the kind of story I would have made up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the father was filled with wrath and banished his son from the kingdom, as you would. Mm. Oh, wow. Super chill. Uh, <laughs> Seamus made his way to France and eventually the king's palace there, where there were woodcutters cutting down trees in the palace courtyard. At the same time, the sky was filled with little brown sparrows whose shrill cries were so loud, Seamus had to cover his ears. Uh, Seamus was able to have an audience with the king and tell him that the sparrows were unhappy with all the trees being cut down and because they were afraid of becoming homeless. And if the cutting of the trees stopped, they would also stop. So the king immediately ordered the woodcutters to cease and the birds stopped making noise. In return for his help, the king provided Seamus with a new ship and plenty of gold so that he could sail off and find adventures and wealth. After 10 years of travel, Seamus wanted to see his homeland again and return to Kintail. The chieftain and clansmen saw the grand ship arriving and received Seamus as a stranger and rich nobleman. It was that night during the feast that the chieftain was waiting on Seamus as the bird's prophecy foretold and Seamus revealed his identity asking for forgiveness and re-entry into the family. Seamus was then restored to his inheritance and the people rejoiced. The story of Seamus and his travels reached far and wide all the way to the king of Scotland. It was at this time the western coast was being attacked by Norsemen, and the king needed someone to command a stronghold at Kintail. So Seamus was appointed such a position, and the castle was built at Elian Dunnan, the rocky inlet opposite to Teg, to be a watchpost against Norse invaders. So, um, this castle is still around, mm. pretty sure, um, and it's where three sea locks meet, or mm. lakes. Um, and it's one of the most visited places in Scotland. Oh, wow. So I, like, oh, cool. researched the the castle and, like, found out all this stuff. And you can get married there and, like, all these things. So oh, it was, like, wow. the legend of this castle that, like, it's been, like, photographed a bunch. And oh, it's wow. really pretty. We'll have to put um, uh, put a link to it on our yeah. podcast page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. That is interesting. So. Um, and then my second story is longer. <laughs> but... Um, it took me a while, and then I realized it was a story that I have heard before, just very, very different version. So mm. I'll let you try and okay. figure it out as I go. Mm-hmm. So this is a fairy tale from Romania, um, and the names were hard to pronounce. <laughs> um, translated by Oana Sturza um, and various other people, and then illustrated by another person that all have Romanian names that I don't wish to butcher (laughs) my apologies but you can come check it out look at it um so this one is called the old man's daughter there was once an old widower widower and his little daughter he one day decided to remarry so that a kind soul would look after us quote he found a widow and married her and she also had a daughter the old man's daughter grew up to be very very beautiful but the stepmother's daughter grew up to be be very ugly Mm wonder where this is going. Yeah. (laughs) So the stepmother and her daughter were very jealous of the beautiful daughter and scolded her constantly. Her only respite was when the stepmother would leave the house. And the beautiful daughter's... Oh, sorry. In the past, when the beautiful daughter's mother was dying, she told her daughter to look after the family cow, saying, whenever you are in trouble, tell her, the cow, Mm -hmm. for she will help you as best she can. The cow's name was Fairy White. Hmm. When the daughter was overcome with grief, she would talk to the cow, take the cow to graze and tell her all her troubles. The stepmother noticed that whenever she scolded or beat the girl, she would always go and take the cow to graze. Fairy White was, would only let the girl milk her um, and kick or headbutt anyone else who would try. Hmm. <laughs> the stepmother then resolved to get rid of the cow. 
One day, the stepmother and her ugly daughter went to visit a neighboring village. <laughs> no one has names except for the cow, so I have to refer so to it's them. Pretty, the ugly pretty daughter, daughter and ugly daughter, yeah. and <laughs> stepmother and father. Uh. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, they went to visit a neighboring village, and the stepmother told the girl to clean the house, cook the food, and spin the whole chest of wool. If it wasn't done by the time they returned, she would beat her until she was crippled. <gasps> Super Ooh. mean. Super mean. That's intense. Yeah. It gets more intense. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the girl went to Fairy White and told her everything crying. And the and Fairy White told her um, to don't cry, little one. Spin away and you'll finish it all and we will still have t- and you will still have time to clean and cook. So the girl spun and spun so fast, fast that she was even amazed at herself and had time to clean and cook. The old woman came home and asked who helped her, and she said she had done everything herself. And the next week, again, she leaves to go to the village. She tells the daughter, her stepdaughter, take the bushel of wheat, pick out the grains one by one, wash and dry them so that everything is ready by sunset. And again, the girl went to Fairy White, who told her to do her chores and she would get everything done. So she did. Third time, once again, going to the village, the stepmother says, take the bushel of millet. Mm-hmm. And count the grains and make little heaps of hundred and of a thousand. Count them well, for I will count them over again myself. If you have made a mistake, I will cut off your hair and gouge out your eyes. <gasps> As you would threaten your stepdaughter. Oh. Yeah. So mean. Yeah. This time the girl did not cry, but went to Fairy White and told her everything in the, that the old woman had said. Fairy White told her she would finish the task before the old woman returned, and she did. Um, the old woman was so angry that she told the old man, the beautiful girl's dad, to kill the cow. Um, He said he wouldn't because it was the only thing left from his first wife. But the old woman threatened the old man, and because he was weak, he resolved to kill the cow. Um, So, But the girl had um, time to go to Fairy White and tell her everything. The cow reassured the girl that all would be well and instructed her that after after she was dead, to gather her bones, hooves, and horns and cover them with dung at night— and whenever she needed something, come to the place where you've buried my bones and tell, tell me about it, for I have magic in my right horn. Of course. Okay. Yeah, well, you can't see us, but we're all looking at each other like, <laughs> where is this going? Uh-huh. So the old man killed the cow, and the girl did as she was instructed. Now the handsome young men of the village were noticing the beautiful daughter, and the old woman was fearful that her ugly daughter would never be married. Mm. So she covered the beautiful daughter with ash and smeared her face and soot told the girl if she ever washed it off she would get a beating beautiful daughter went to the where the buried cow's bones were and told her everything and then she heard a voice saying don't be sad pull the right horn and ask it for beautiful garments rings and brooches and put them on go to the village and enjoy the dance because there was a dance coming up as of course so she went to the village and no one recognized her in all of her garb um and it just so happened that the king's son was visiting that village Mm -hmm. and they danced together three times After the dance, the, d- the girl took the clothes and the rings back to the cow's horn and found herself dirty again. The prince, not knowing the girl's name or anything about her, declared a dance for all the young ladies in the kingdom. The old woman decided to take her ugly daughter, but not her husband's daughter. After they left, the girl went to the cow's horn and asked for the beautiful garments again. She went to the dance. She danced with the prince. He asked about her. She told him nothing. She left. And then there was another dance <laughs> all again, and he resolved to take her shoe. 
So she rode back home with one shoe. The prince left the castle in search of the girl, vowing not to return until he found her. Finally, he found her. The shoe fit perfectly, but she was covered with ash and soot. And he asked if this was the girl he had danced with, and the old woman answered, saying she was not. But the girl rushed out to the bones and asked for the dresses that she wore at all three dances, and this time he recognized her. And they rode back to the palace, and the marriage feast lasted seven days and seven nights. The old woman burst with envy, and her daughter remained unmarried. The girl's father was brought to the palace to live out the rest of his days. Hmm. So this kind of sounds like another fairy tale. <laughs> Just a little bit. I wonder. What Cinderella. Uh-huh. I wonder so if this was like the predecessor to Maybe. I have Cinderella. no idea. But I just I thought it was interesting because a lot of these fairy tale books have, you know, a lot of the fairy tales that we have heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like many other countries have a variation have a variation of cinderella mm-hmm. um and i just thought this one was so interesting because it had so many different details <laughs> yeah <it laughs> than really any of does. the other stories versions i've read uh before you know and so. then you start to think about all the stuff that disney has done and how <laughs> much comes from fairy tales mm-hmm. you know because like even w- what's the polynesian one moana mm-hmm. you know that's from a fairy tale yeah. and there's all these different Mm-hmm. Different things, and then the way they change it to make it usually a happier ending, because like The Little Mermaid does not have a happy ending. No. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of fairy tales do not have happy endings, and a lot, a lot, of, yeah. a lot yeah. of fairy tales were, in my mind, you know, set up so that the kids would do their chores. Yeah, and, and they, you know, it's yeah. like, if you don't, you're going to be pulling the right horn of a, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah, so. Well, interesting. Yeah. So cool. That was okay. So that was the legend of Eileen Dunnan Castle. That was um, the Scottish folk tale, and then the old man's daughter, and that was fairy tales and legends from Romania. So we'll definitely have links to those in our online catalog, so you can learn more and check them out. Um, and Carrie, she has two or four or how many? I have two. Okay. I have two. <laughs> and uh, so this is, uh, th- I think this is really going to be interesting, um, especially the uh, folk tales from Korea. I, I always find some of the Asian mm-hmm. um, folk tales to, I mean, because, you know, we're very Eurocentric mm-hmm. in America, and so we don't get to hear a lot of the Asian um, historical stuff. So Right, yeah. I'm going to start with, uh, not the fairy tales from Korea. I'm going to start with uh, uh, The Enchanted Pig <laughs> that's featured in the Red Fairy book by Andrew Lang. Um, mm-hmm. So this one is originally Romania, according to the Red Fairy Tale oh, okay. book. Um, but it was translated into English. So this story is a mess. But <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Okay. <laughs> so there are three princesses that live with their father, the king, and they live in the castle. And the king goes off to war, so the three sisters are left alone. The king says, okay, you can do whatever you want. I don't care. I trust you. But don't go into the back corner room. Just don't do it. Like, don't go in there. You're not allowed. You're forbidden. And, of course, that's the only thing they want to do. And, of course, immediately, like, the king leaves the castle, door shut, and they're like, all right, let's go. Let's go. We got to go. So they go into the room. They find it unlocked, which they're like, whoa, that's weird. Mm. But anyway, uh, they find a book open on the table. Like, that's it. That's hmm. all that's in the room. It's just a room with a table and a book. I was hoping there would be a wardrobe they could <laughs> walk through. Right? <laughs> walk through the back. Uh-huh. Go to a magical forest. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, not this story. But they read the book, and, like, 
the, the oldest sister's like, yeah, let's do it. Middle sister's like, yeah, let's read the book. The little sister's like, I don't really want to. Mm-hmm. But they make her read the book. And the book says that the oldest sister's going to marry a, a, a prince mm-hmm. from the, the east. Uh, the middle sister's going to marry a prince from the west. Mm-hmm. And the youngest sister is going to marry a pig from the north. <laughs> like a pig, a straight up pig. Not just like, oh, that, that man is a pig. No, oh, just like a, real a literal pig. Okay. <laughs> and she's just crying. It's a disaster. <laughs> she's like, I knew we should not have read the book. And so the king comes back and um, he sees his daughters and he just knows. He knows they've been in that. He room. just looks at their uh-huh. face and is like, all right, what you're, you're guilty of something. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. the youngest is crying. She's like, I'm so <laughs> sorry, dad. But um, he's mad, but he's kind of like, you're gonna, like, you're going to be punished. Like mm-hmm. this is, you're going to marry a pig. So mm-hmm. it's your problem. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so one day, like the eldest sister marries the prince, the middle sister marries the prince. And then one day the pig Comes. He just kind of waddles into the kingdom. <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> he waddles into the kingdom and says, like, I want to marry your daughter. And the king is like, get out of here. Like, you're a pig. You can't marry. You're an animal. Uh-huh. Like, this is, I know this is a fairy tale, but you can't marry uh-huh. a human. And so the pig is mad, and he gets all these pigs to swarm the city. Ooh. And there's just pigs everywhere. You can't walk. There's just... <laughs> There's just pigs everywhere. Pile of pigs. And so the king says, all right, you can marry my daughter if you get rid of these pigs. Like, Uh you can't walk. There's just pigs everywhere in the city. Uh And so he sends the pigs away, and he gets to marry the daughter, and the daughter's just miserable. Uh So uh, she goes out with the the pig. They're, like, in their carriage. They go to his house. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a carriage. He's got a house. And they get there, and nighttime comes, and he becomes... A gorgeous man. Wow. And so at nighttime, he's like this hot dude. (laughs) And she's like, yes. (laughs) But during the daytime, he's a pig. And so she realized, oh, my God, obviously he's been cursed by some kind of witch. Uh I don't know what to do. And so she's outside and she encounters a witch on the road. And she Mm. says. As one does. Yes. Yeah, of course. (laughs) And she says to the witch, like. My husband is cursed uh, to turn into a pig during the day. Like, what can I do to, to fix it? Like, I want to help him. Mm-hmm. And the witch says, oh, you poor sweet thing. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you for free. Right off the bat, that's a bad sign. Right, like, yeah, she's uh-huh. going to help? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she tells the girl to tie a string around her husband's ankle mm. while he sleeps as tight as she can and that will make him not turn back into a pig hmm. in the morning and his foot will also fall off yeah, right. <laughs> so she's like okay got it got my string my husband's in bed and so she climbs into the bed and ties the string around him and he startles awake and he's like what did you just do to me mm. are you kidding me and it turns out that tying the string around his ankle will make him a pig forever. <gasps> no. And so the witch tricked her, obviously. Like, that's me. But it was free. Yeah, it was free, <laughs> free advice. Uh-huh. So, like, now he's a pig forever. And the prince said 
that his curse was only going to last three more days. So, like, if you had just communicated with me. Uh Communication is key in any relationship. (laughs) If you had just communicated with me. I mean, it's also his fault because he could have just told her. Mm -hmm. But he was just trying to ride it out. He's stressed (laughs) out. He's a pig. He's, (laughs) you know, he's got a lot of problems. (laughs) I wonder if he was from Piglandia. I don't know. (laughs) So... He's like so distressed. He's a pig forever now. So he runs away. He just leaves. He's like, I can't do this. See ya. Mm -hmm. And then just books it into the forest. And Mm. she's like riddled with guilt. She's miserable. And so she goes to find him. And so she goes on this journey. And uh, she's told that she'll be able to find him if she wears down three pairs of iron shoes, like to nothing. Hmm. and has a like a blunt she has to blunt a steel staff to nothing mm-hmm. to like help her walk and if she does that she'll be able to find him hmm. like that's how long it'll take mm-hmm. and so she gets her steel shoes she gets her staff and she goes on her hiking journey across the kingdom hmm. and she encounters the mother of the moon okay <laughs> lives on earth she, she's mother of the moon and she feeds her uh gives her some chicken and says you better keep those bones because you're gonna need them Hmm. and she's like well what do i need them for she's like i don't know but you need them (laughs) and so she's like okay mother of the moon you obviously know some things Mm -hmm. so she keeps the chicken bones and carries on and encounters the mother of the sun and they take care of her and uh, she also has a baby so apparently the princess was pregnant and she gives birth okay and so now she's got chicken bone, two different chicken bones in her bag and a baby strapped to her chest. Okay. And she's journeying in her iron shoes looking for her man, uh-huh. her pig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she encounters the mother of the wind. And the mother of the wind takes care of her, gives her some chicken, says to keep the bones, and says, if you go this way, you'll find your pig husband. Mm. Like, pretty, like I heard through mm-hmm. the wind that he's, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's that way. And so the woman journeys through this forest and finally like uh, like her staff and her shoes are worn down and she finds this house that's like huge it's so tall but there's no doors or windows. Mm-hmm. So she has to climb up the house to get inside through like a like a latch on the roof. Mm-hmm. And so she makes a ladder out of the chicken bones. Mm. Okay. So like Mm-hmm. There you go. Bones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she makes a ladder. She climbs up into the house, and she's hanging out with her baby, waiting for her husband to come home. Mm-hmm. And so the pig comes home, and he, like, climbs up onto the roof. He looks inside. He sees a woman, freaks out, thinks it's a witch. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm so tired of witches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're just uh, walking around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just cursing people. Uh-huh. And uh, so he sees that it's his wife sees his newborn son and like sees that she came for him and like brought their child and he's just like so overcome with love mm-hmm. that he transforms back into a man Yay. and like it's done the curse is gone so he kind of like hops into his house and he's like hey wife mm-hmm. like what's up and she's like oh hey good to see you yeah but <laughs> he explains to her that he was cursed by a witch who was the mother of a dragon that he slain like straight up mm-hmm. Game uh, of Thrones Daenerys mother of yeah. dragons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm curses him and that was the witch that she encountered on the road Mm. she had come to like take a peek at the pig and was like oh he's married oh let's see how we can Mm. make this worse (laughs) (laughs) 
And so uh, the curse is broken and the string is gone and he's now no longer a pig. They've returned to his father's kingdom and become the king and queen after the king no longer wants what is it? Resigns? Uh, <laughs> abdicate? Steps abdicate, yeah. Uh-huh. He steps down, and uh-huh. uh, they live happily ever after. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's a rare one. Yeah, that was a, a weird one. I was like, that's, we gotta like, where are we going one. with this? Yeah. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. Swarm of pigs in the city. <laughs> yeah, it was a mess, but it was uh, worth it in the end. Interesting. Mm. Um, but this comes from the Red Fairy, fairy book, and I kind of want to talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Red Fairy book is part of a series made by Andrew Lang. He's like iconic for children's fairy tales. Mm. So there's like 25 different fairy tale like books and stories in, like for children in the collection. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all published between 1889 and 1913. Mm. And uh, sometimes you'll hear about the series called, uh, it'll be called Andrew Lang's Book of Many Colors mm-hmm. because it's just like a rainbow. There's yeah, like okay. blue, there's Indigo, there's green, yellow, orange. It just keeps going on. All the mm-hmm. colors. Uh, crimson, lilac. Then there's like <laughs> the animal storybook, the red book of animal stories. Like it's just this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but we have about 10 of them okay. out of the 25, which is cool. pretty solid. And I bet a lot of, you know, young adult or children's librarians probably know about some of these. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also fun fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Andrew Lang is credited as the author, but his wife was the translator to all the stories. Oh. Like from it's all over the world. Wow. Well, actually, oh, okay. no, sorry. he credits her. <gasps> so rare. Yay. Uh-huh. So rare. He's like, my darling wife has done all this work. Lenora Blanche Lang, also known as Nora. Yeah, so she gets credit in all of the uh, prefaces. Cool. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my other story. <laughs> yeah, this is the Korean Folk Tales from Korea. Yes. By, you say it. In Sob uh, Zhang. In Sob Zhang. Zhang. In Sob Zhang. Okay. That's how I pronounce it. <laughs> uh, so this is a story about butterflies. It's really short. So this young girl is betrothed to a man that she's never met before. Um, but before they could get married, he dies. Mm. It doesn't explain how. He just kind of dies. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's the daughter of a young bun, which is kind of like an upper-class civil servant. Mm. He's a, So he's like kind of like a higher gentleman mm-hmm. of, the, of the court. Mm-hmm. And so since she had been betrothed, uh, she can never marry again. Ooh. That's like the procedure. Mm-hmm. The, being betrothed is just as powerful as being married. Mm. And so... Um, this young girl can never marry again. She's, you know, it also explains that in s- due to circumstances like this, it was often that the young bride would poison herself or Ooh. family members would poison her uh-huh. kind of out of pity. Yeah. yeah. That like, oh, you're 16 and Rude. now you can never marry again because the dude you never met died. Like that's <laughs> it's all your fault. That's <laughs> terrible. Better poison yourself. Yeah, so she's miserable, <laughs> not just because she can't get married anymore, but because her groom died. Like, yeah, of course. You know, and she's in mourning. So she goes to his house and she unplates her hair and cries all day. And then every morning and every afternoon, she'd go to his grave and just mourn. Mm. And one day she prayed that the grave, at the grave, that um, she knew that they would meet again, but she said, if, you know, if there's something between us, mm-hmm. 
and she feels like there is, then like the grave should just split in two. Mm. She's like, give me a sign. Mm. And so that would be a pretty big sign. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) she and a servant one day go to the grave and she goes to mourn and she sees that the grave is open. It's like an open plot. And she's like, this is it. Mm -hmm. This is the sign. So she goes to jump into the grave. Mm. The servant tries to catch her Mm -hmm. and grabs onto the cloth of her skirt and Mm -hmm. it just rips. Mm -hmm. And the girl jumps into the the grave and the grave closes, (gasps) almost like a portal into the afterlife. (laughs) They never see her again. Hmm. So the servant's like, I I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) And she looks at the cloth and the cloth of the woman's skirt just transforms into like a flock of butterflies and flies away. And legend has it that all butterflies that we see today all over the world are mm-hmm. descendants of the butterflies from the young widow's skirt. Wow. That's where butterflies come from. That <laughs> is fascinating. Yeah. It checks out. Yeah. Huh. Scientifically. <laughs> there's, you know, there's a lot more you could do with that story. Mm-hmm. There's, that's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Yeah. Then you, could, you could continue the story, you know, kind of like as a I'm such a sci fi geek, you know, <laughs> like that portal is like a stargate to another universe. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and just, they live happily ever after. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. and, they after life and they're a king and queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, what, I, what I like about folk tales from Korea is. Um, it has not only just like folk tales, you mm-hmm. know, with lessons, but legends of where things come from, mm-hmm. like butterflies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are some stories that are only a paragraph. There's some stories that are eight pages long. It's a really good one. And both of these books, the Red Fairy book and Folk Tales from Korea, are available for checkout mm-hmm. with anyone with a state library card. But um, yeah, highly very, recommend it. Very cool. And we have we have a lot of other fairy tale books. So um, definitely. If folks are interested mm-hmm. in learning more, and um, th- you know, a lot of these are kind of geared towards young adult or, or children, but mm-hmm. certainly anybody can, you know, have an interest and, and check out any of these. So, we have heard. Yes, were you going to say? I was going to say. Um, so we have fairy tales cl- uh, in different collections mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. our library. So there's like the general collection, South Carolina collection, and the rare books collection. Mm. And if anyone ever wanted to come see the fairy tales in the rare books collection, they can make an, uh, they can make an appointment with me. Okay. And I can go with them to cool. unlock the Unlock cases. the cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, that's great. So um, we have lots of different fairy tale uh, books. And today we have heard about the legend of Eileen Dunnan Castle, um, and that was um, from Scottish Folk Tales and Legends, retold by Barbara Kerr Wilson. And we've also heard The Old Man's Daughter from Fairy Tales and Legends from Romania, and that was by Ioana Sturza and others. And we have heard about The Enchanted Pig from The Red Fairy Book by Andrew Lang. And then the story of butterflies from folk tales from Korea by Insab Shang, if I'm saying that okay. <laughs> so very cool. Thank you so much for being with us again today. Yeah. And again. And thank you to our listeners. You can find Library Voices SC on Podbean, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, or add us on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast website address is librarievoices.podbean.com. We love hearing from our listeners, so please send us your comments and suggestions for future topics. Library Voices SC is the official podcast of the South Carolina State Library. So until next time, this is Curtis Rogers. Thanks for listening.